Welcome to Grills and Heels with your hosts, Tristy Lynn and Rebecca Scott. Each week, we talk about topics that span a variety of issues that we feel are important. This podcast is for adults only. You should be at least 18 years old to follow us on this journey. So kiddos, stop listening and go grab your parents. This podcast is for them. and straight up real topics so you guys this is our first podcast for the 2020 yeah yeah get it get it get it get it, get it. so on this podcast what we're gonna do is we're gonna revisit some topics that we started talking about last year mm-hmm. um and we're gonna sit there and we're gonna see where we're gonna get from this and the, you know we started this podcast as sort of like a therapeutic girlfriend session oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> because we were going through some things you know Tracy Lynn was uh, going through a divorce and um, I Thank was god. actually going through a, a new relationship or whatever you want to call it just some weird shit <laughs> <laughs> And so we just decided to start recording and um, do our damn thing. And here we are a year later. Um, we got hello listeners. We got hella downloads. So people must like us all the way. We got some in Germany and Russia. You know, that makes me very happy. <laughs> I was like, hmm, we don't even speak that. <laughs> but you never know. People might be like stationed there and they just need something funny to listen to. Honestly, I'm going to tell you 100%. Fire podcast world. I'm kind of sick. So I'm going to try to get through this with some hot tea. But the first thing is it really did come from a place of we were starting to hang out a lot on Friday nights and just sit around and shoot the shit Mm -hmm. and then uh, Rebecca Scott was like we should just record it I'm like nobody wants to listen to our crazy asses (laughs) talk shit all the time well I was wrong thank god (laughs) bitch we have a little fan base that we didn't know about but yeah Yeah, we do people normally listen to us I mean we're not trying to toot our horns but we're just being us we're just real as we can be we we are them homegirls you probably grew up with Mm -hmm. you know your cousins your sisters we just we just talk shit and everything we say it's from our heart. Like, there's yeah. no showboating with us. It's just, no. it is what it is. We say what we say. And we're trying to get more toned down with using certain words. <laughs> the N word. <laughs> so we can broaden our fan base. <laughs> so people won't be so offended. But you know, so this, so this episode, we're just going to talk about stuff that we've been going through. I'm not going through, we just revisit. Let's talk about, the first thing is divorce. Mm. So, um, we started this because Tracy Lynn was going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. And, you know, going through her divorce, he was playing games and doing dumb shit and, mm-hmm. you know, all this fucked up shit. Me being a divorcee myself, you mm-hmm. know, I understood where she was coming from. Mm-hmm. So, I was able to walk her through it and talk her through um, it, the whole thing. And what I have found, though, is that I'm able to talk a lot of people through their divorces. And, but you know what's so weird? It's mostly men at this point. It's mostly men at our age because I have literally talked a couple guys through divorce of their women were cheating or just being crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, one of my friends um, going through currently going through a divorce right now. It just is up and like, oh, mm, I don't, I don't want to be with you no more. Okay. Maybe there's oh, wow. some hidden issues or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. You know, somebody else is oh, up. I'm gay. You know, it's just it's just different shit. <laughs> Did you just spit that? I'm, I, y'all, I'm innocently trying to um, drink tea because my throat and this bitch over here <laughs> throwing little shades and I couldn't take it. Okay, now I go here. It is what know, it is for different um, reasons. We'll right. Say. But I'm able to talk people through it. And I really wish people understand when it comes to divorce, you don't, ha- it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Divorce is not meant to be easy. It's, yeah. And the crazy thing about divorce is this even if you don't want to be with the person, even if it's a bad situation and it's like it's good that you're getting out of it, it's still a humongous headache. Mm-hmm. And women, women or man, you still need to deal with those situations. And honestly, I got a therapist. Um, 
I don't know, want to say about a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just been really good to just talk through stuff with her and like conversations because that helps you process stuff out that I was lingering and didn't want to talk about. But I just talked to her about those things and I was just able to move past some of that that divorce residue. Right. Look at that, that residue. That residue. And the thing about it is people don't understand you may not like that person. That person may have moved on with their life, but you still have that residue in you. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're in your mental. It's mental at this point. It's mental and residue. I think about mm-hmm. what I don't think people understand is once it's mental, it affects your whole body. I, I mean, you can start being sick more often. Mm-hmm. You, of course, you know, depression comes along. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things start to manifest themselves. Yeah. All because you're you're stressed or you're stressed. You're not sleeping at night. Mm-hmm. You're not eating. All this stuff happens and it's natural. I remember when I first got divorced, They, my therapist told me, you know, you have to go through the grieving process. I was like, what? Ain't nobody die. She was like, no, but your marriage did. Yeah. So you're going to go through the same steps of the grieving process yeah. like someone died. The 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 actual normality of your life has is going to change. Especially when it, I say it's so different when you've been married for over a decade. Yeah. It's that's, totally that's different, different because not only are you used to certain things, you're used to checking in with somebody, you're used to just their ways and at that point in time, their ways is, is coming on to you. And you pick up their habits. And and you know what? It's the um, total in um, I don't know, um, totally ingrained in each other's life too. Mm-hmm. That's a very big deal. Mm-hmm. Like when you're completely ingrained in somebody's life, it's not like you was kicking it in, in no, like in their everyday DNA. Mm-hmm. Your whole life has been um, immersed in this person. And even if it was a bad situation, everything that's a that's quote unquote normal about your week or your day or your holidays or this or that, that all changes, you mm-hmm. know? Excuse me. Especially when it comes to when you have families involved too. Yeah, that's, that's your family's right. involved. So then now when you're going through a divorce and this person's gone, you want to be like, Ugh, I don't want to talk about that no mm-hmm. more. You want to be like, I want to forget this person that exists. I want to move on. Yeah. But then you got people like, where's so-and-so? Oh, what happened to so-and-so? So you got to keep reliving this damn trauma over and over, over, and again, over again. Which is, you know, I don't fault people because people are just naturally nosy and they want to, they're concerned. They want to know what's going on. Yeah. But people ask questions and I normally think to myself, if you like ask a question, like suppose you on Facebook and you made a post or you did something and you don't see my significant other that's been in every other post, that should give you a clue not to ask me where they are. Not on public for not on a public format. Shoot me a DM. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I agree. Because I don't want to sit there and talk about this stuff. You know, it's just like you know something's changed. Go through the history. You see all them pictures got less and less. Until they completely disappear. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, so funny. My homeboy went through his um went through his Facebook the other day because he got engaged to a you know a new girl. And then I was like, I said something because I had clicked and I went to start going. <laughs> and I was like, bro, he got a ton of pictures of you and your ex wife. He was like, I like your wedding day and everything. He was like, oh, shit, I thought I got all of that. <laughs> But you are dying to have had Facebook for years. Mm-hmm. See, what I did was deactivated move on. There we go. All them pictures was dead on, and I don't know what the fuck them pictures. <laughs> Even if I was cute in them, they got, like, literally the other day was driving and was like, I went to Aruba. Damn, all the places I'd gone and, and done shit with this fool. Oh, wow. And so it was crazy to me because it's almost like it's being erased from my, because here about it is, uh, Rebecca's I tell you, I have the best memory. I remember shit that mm-hmm. most people shouldn't. But him, it's like he's like to the future when on the picture the the brother and the sister start getting away. That's how my memory is with him. Like you know, I got a good. But memory. you know, I've That's learned funny. that that comes because of stress and trauma. Um, I guess maybe 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 maybe. Maybe. yeah, you start forget shit. Wow. Like a lot of shit that you thought you can remember. Half the sh- you know half the shit in my marriage, I just don't remember. I remember certain shit, but some shit I'm like, did I really do? that shit because your brain wants to fucking it's like in self-preservation mode I like it and it just wants you to forget some of that shit you know and you know talking to my sister actually she has been going through some things especially dealing with her divorce because she has she's got a therapist too which I'm so happy for y'all we gotta gotta Um, gotta I've been telling y'all for years you have it's okay but anyway um so she got a therapist and she was she started telling me last week. She said, "You want to know what? All of a sudden, I'm just I'm starting to get flooded with memories. Like, I, why? She was like, why are these memories coming back? I 
out of nowhere. I was like, well, that, that's because your brain probably like pushed mm-hmm. it to the side mm-hmm. and probably didn't want, you know, just trying to clear that path for something new and something better. And um, she talked to her therapist and of course, you know, I was right. This says her brain is just trying to bring up some stuff and trying to clear itself out, I guess. I have yeah. no idea. But it, it's amazing what your brain or your, your mentality, how it changes when you go through a divorce and how your body just adapts. Some people just get in survival mode. I was yeah. in survival mode for three straight years. Like after my divorce, or after when I doing my separation, you know, it took us forever to get divorced um, because he didn't want to sign the goddamn papers. Anyway, so <laughs> even though he moved on with several relationships, <laughs> but um, you were in survival mode. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just trying to make it work and trying to make it happen. And you know, I got somebody um, in my life in the same situation. Like he's been in survival mode, like I feel this whole entire time. And he's been going through his divorce, or separate. He's been separating, going through a divorce, and I had to like, you know, tell him, you know, you've been just stay, keeping yourself busy, mm-hmm. and you keeping yourself busy, you have not dealt with nothing. So yeah, that that's a different level because mm-hmm. I think one year after my divorce was final, a lot of that happened to me where I was like. Damn, like that—that that was crazy. That 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 all of that shit happened in. So around October, I started feeling like, damn, I, I really felt like I survived. You were that. in survival mode, mm-hmm. and so I—I I kind of just like reflected. I gave myself some reflection time to go, man. I'm good. I came out of it. I'm stronger. I'm better. I'm happier. But. It like it, it's like it all didn't come together until after a year. And then I was like, huh, that was interesting. Like, I think the that was interesting portion of it was I cannot believe I allowed myself to deal with that for as long as I allowed myself to deal with it. And what I, do you mean deal with that? Deal with the being in the marriage? Or yeah, yeah. De- okay. Definitely deal with being in the marriage as long as I was mm-hmm. and dealing with the depths of the stupidity that I dealt with. And I just sometimes, it, and it'll just pop up. So when I talked to my therapist the first time, I was like, I'm just, it just irritated me. And I, I told her I was irritated. She said, baby girl, you gotta let that go. That irritation, it's gone. He gone. You know what? And, um, huh. 95 South says the same damn mm-hmm. thing. He was, he always says like, he lives with the what ifs. You know, it's always like, well, you know, I just feel like I wasted my time. I feel like I did this, and it's just like, what if you would have left? What if we saw the signs? And, you and, know, mm-hmm. it wasn't working out, and it's like you just can't, you can't keep harboring that because you do feel stupid. Hell, I think everybody who's been in the marriage for a fucking long time and it's been a shitty ass <laughs> marriage, you feel stupid because you put up with shit that you would never put up to. You never, you never put up with from nobody else. But you this fucker like a motherfucker because you had paperwork on this. Right. That's all it was. <laughs> the paperwork on Right. And it's amazing because I think everybody goes through this. Mm-hmm. Um, we got one friend who's really, like, he's really on you know, bad times with this. Like, he really can't let it go. And um, I'm going to have to get the details outside <laughs> of the uh, podcast. He really can't let it go. And his wife is ready to move on. They're, they're, I think they even have a court date this month. And he got it in the mail. The court date. I was like, you don't know nothing else is happening. Happening, he was like, no, but he doesn't live with her anymore. They get, they've been separated. Do they have kids? Yes, they have kids. They have one kid, um, little boy. So they're going through um, stuff right now, and I guess um, he just can't let it go because they've been around for so long. They dated in um, a little bit after high school, a little bit before high school. Um, then they got back together, which is, I think, is funny because, you know, when they got back together, she had to tell me they got back together. But whatever. Yeah. So, oh, girl, he can't let it slow. He can't let it go. And it's really hurting him. Like, he is really hurt. But at the same time, mm. I try to tell him, like, you can't keep holding on to somebody who wants to let themselves go, no matter what the case may be. And I'm going to tell everybody in the podcast world, when you are separated from whoever you're separated from, you're still married, but you're separated. And y'all know you're getting a divorce. Stop having sex with them. <laughs> you can never move on if you continue to have sex with them. I think you should, you should just go fuck anybody else. You can go fuck anybody else, but if they come in on hard times or not, you don't turn to that. 
Yeah. Ever. Because you can't let it go. And the problem is, she's moving on. You but just she's still, But she's still fucking you because she don't want to add to her body count. That's exactly. all that is. Exactly. Women, we're very strategic about that body count. <laughs> we like, no, nah, I ain't never been a hoe. I'm good on that. I'm just going to fuck the dick I know. Right. And then no I'm new one. No new dick. Okay. That did hashtag. That should be a shirt. No new dick. <laughs> um, just saying. But literally, literally, it's so crazy to me that going through those processes, going through those things that women all kind of get in that same mind frame and that same mode. Like, oh, this, I'm not fucking with new, new dick. I'm not doing like, but we all strategic because when you done, you done. Right. Now, I made a decision the day that my ex-husband told me that he um didn't want to be married to me no more. I never had sex with that fool again. Well, it was terrible sex to begin with. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> so let's put it out there. So it wasn't even like it was a sacrifice. Maybe if he was like really good in bed, I'd probably been like, no, don't pull away the dick. No. But I I, I literally was not. But mine come from a place that I know because we were separated, but we still had sex every now and then. Shouldn't have ever done that. Oh, you did? Oh. Yes. Because remember, we even tried to rekindle like a year later. I do remember. So, because we were still having sex. and But then at that point, I'm like, nope, I can't do it. I have to move on. This is not good. You know, it's just not good at all. And then it gets to toxic, scary levels. Yeah. People start doing crazy stuff then. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, you just can't do certain things. But divorce in general is just hard on people. And I want more people to understand that it's not going to be easy. It's going to be difficult. Um, it's going to take some adjustment. You're going to have to rearrange your life. You're going to have to take people out of your life. You're going to have to really create yourself brand new. Especially when you're our age and maybe you got married in your 20s. And now we're hitting on... 40 and you know and it's like hmm y'all been together you've been together and you grew up and you like you you turn into adults together listen Go ahead. I'm going to let you finish because I got something to say about it. You that. turn to adults together. So it's hard to actually break away from that because you're used to doing certain things with this person because you became adults together. And it's just like a pattern of stuff. And it's hard to let that go because that's all you know. But when you do let it go and you do move on, life is so much so much better. better. And I got to tell you this because my friend asked me, uh, you think I should unfollow her sister? And it, listen, First of all, social media get on my motherfucking nerves. I I don't post a lot, but (laughs) let me say this one thing. But let me say this. All of that, I'm still friends with this person, cousin and friend, and we kick it. Let that shit go. Yes. Let that shit go. Let me tell you why you got to let that shit go. Because that ain't your motherfucking mama. That ain't your motherfucking sister-in-law. That ain't your cousins. Bitch, get some new friends. If your whole life was ingratiated in this motherfucking person and you ain't got no friends because of it, go find a new motherfucking group on on Facebook. Oh, my God. Stop being friends because that shit will not help you move on. Nope. It won't. You got to let Let me tell you something. My family... We roll real motherfucking hard for each other, okay? And when you come in, we nice to you. We take you in. We'll go to a movie with you, hang out, go to concert, do all of that shit. Even weekly dates. Even weekly dinner dates. (laughs) But, bitch... We ain't together no more. My motherfucking uh, uh, four of us, we roll hard. We be like, oh, that motherfucker did to all of us. <laughs> we ain't never talking to that fucker right. ever again. Right. I had to fucking. My mom had to fucking correct my nieces and nephews because they saw the dude, my ex-husband, um, at a family functions of their fathers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I saw uncle so-and-so. My mama said, that is not your uncle. Mm. Let me be real clear about a lot of things. That ain't your motherfucking uncle no more. And I know that's confusing, but you 13, you can figure this the fuck out. That ain't your fucking uncle no more. Right. That's like, you bring up a great topic. A great topic. Even if you have kids with somebody, when you get divorced... 
that person family is not your that's family. They family. They family. That you can't do that. And you wanna know what? Cause you know, fuckface came back over the summer mm-hmm. and wanted to spend time with the kids and whatnot. And he wanted to build his legacy. Gerg, so shit he invited me to his legacy barbecue so we can be one big happy fucking family not. around his family. Which is different because his family literally was my family since I was eight years old. Yeah. Literally, I grew up with them motherfuckers. They raised me. They, I got in punishment for them. You know, they were really, they, they really ingrained themselves in my life. But what I had to realize is that's not my motherfucking family. No, because y'all, y'all did a lot of fuck shit. And so you know what? Most of the time, people gonna ask. But here's the thing: I don't care what other people family do, cause I be feeling like other people family fake as hell sometimes. My shit, I know we ride hard for each other, so I'm gonna go with what we do. Cause uh, fool, girl, that fool tried to say. Oh well, um, I I I, I miss your mama, hey, bitch. My mama, this call calling my mama his mama, bitch. Still? No. Oh. It was back when we oh. first got divorced. Oh. No. I'm like, no, hell no. I ain't got time for this shit because at the end of the day, you know, but the thing about it is you have to let yourself go because even with that family function, you know what? Me being who I am, I told myself, how fucking rude if is it even if they those people I've been around them for 30 years now mm-hmm. how rude of me to even come there and present myself as with his family I understand they have that whole caveat they love doing that That I mean seriously you got mm-hmm. exes and you know ex-wives they all still cold here. but my thing is you have a whole girlfriend you live with now I don't want to appeal on what she's trying to do into family. Because if I come to that family function, guess who's getting the attention? You. Me. Because they know me. They know my nickname. They know what I like. They know they know about yeah, so me. Hey, that's going to be the outside looking in. You may come to a couple family functions, mm-hmm. but when you, and you bring your ex-wife with you, no, nigga, sounds so, I mean, that's so messed up because I think it, it, your new person coming in, it takes away from them. It takes away from your family getting to know them and your family trusting them and doing that stuff. They have to let that sh- go. Like I literally do. If I didn't have to talk to none of them motherfuckers, I wouldn't. You know, even my ex mother in law, she loves to call me. My kids got phones. My kids got phones. Please call them. And they teenagers. So if you want to take them out, ask them they want to go out. Then they yep. come and ask me. I'll say yes, and we go about our business. I don't even know none of this stuff. Like this past week, she took our 17-year-old to a uh, Hawks game. Okay. She called me three times to confirm and to arrange how we're going to get. You don't got to call me three times. You said to meet you at State Farm Arena at 1 o'clock on Monday. Guess what's going to happen? I'm going to drive my monkey ass and my daughter to State to State whatever farm arena at one o'clock why are you calling me on thursday to confirm why are you calling me on saturday to make sure we're still going bitch i'm gonna be there (laughs) i said we're gonna go we're gonna go i need to keep talking to you like anything please text me like i don't and she 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 loves playing victim she's like no i called i didn't disturb you so you call me back your trick don't work on me motherfucker actually no i just chose not to call you back i saw you the phone rang (laughs) i hit behind oh i don't want to fucking talk it is to let that go no matter how close you were to that family because if it was and your soon-to-be ex-wife you know you and her sister were cool you can't keep calling her your sister-in-law. Mm-mm. That's not. That's not good. Like, no, that's not your sister-in-law. No. That's your ex-wife's sister. That's your kid's aunt. Yeah. There's no connection to you no more. No matter how cool y'all are, you have to let that shit go. Because at the end of the day, that person is still gonna side with their family. Yeah, and that's just life. And it's like, and it's weird when people don't. When I see them, people don't side with their own blood. I'm like. How the fuck was y'all raised? Who raised you? Because clearly, y'all raggedy as fuck. I talk to my motherfucking brother or sister and let them try me. And I'm like, bitch, I will fight you because I'm crazy. But but we don't play like that. And you know what? Anybody who think we wrong, 
I don't really care. Because I'm going to rock out with my folks. Then you're supposed to. Like, you're supposed to do that. And it is, it's, a, it's amazing how people just don't let that go. Like, it's just, that's not your family anymore. No matter what they're going through, if they don't have a circle of friends now, that's their own fucking fault. They're your, what I have to tell somebody, too, is that y'all just... You wouldn't understand this one, sorry, but if y'all have kids together, I would look like an idiot going to my ex-mother-in-law asking for any goddamn thing and saying, I need your support. That's not my support system. That ain't your damn mama. That's not my mama. I don't need to ask her for nothing. Because at this point, we're grown. And if your son doesn't want to do shit, I, you ain't going to make him because obviously you ain't made him his whole life. Hence why divorce. But it's like, I don't I don't go to her for shit. You know, the kids want something. The kids can go to her. But I don't go to her. Grandma. And then I had to tell people like... Y'all, y'all know straight. My mom was a fucked up individual, and you know, mm-hmm. and I learned that she was talking to my ex, and it made perfect sense. She was still talking to him, which is disgusting. It's disgusting. But the thing about it is, why are you still talking to him? You knew he was a fucked individual. You knew he don't take care of his kids or see them or do what he's supposed to be doing. What the fuck you gotta talk to him about? And when y'all was married, she would like not be his best friend. So no, they're close. They oh, are real close. Okay. They're real close. They're I thought they had beef and everything. The, oh. No, they never. They had beef. Never once had beef. Oh, remember again? He's been alive since he was fourteen. I mean, yeah, he's eight years old. So it's like a second. It's like a real son that she really had. Yeah, because she's weird like that. But I, when I, he, if he calls you for anything, you refer him back to me. There's nothing y'all should be discussing ever, ever. Mama, um, I been called, text my mama, and send her an email like he did me. When his mother uh, died in a car accident. I told her never to respond to him again. I said, don't ever respond to him again. You know, she, she said, okay. You know, you, she's supposed to do that. Yeah. Then, then when you have kids, it's like, if you're trying to vet my ex, because you are taken away from our communication, because you came me, you think you're going to be the middleman? Fuck no. That motherfucker needs some girls. Pick up the fucking phone. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's go down to the basics of who'd you fuck? <laughs> If you put your dick in my vagina, call me. <laughs> okay? Alrighty. But at the, I, I, I don't think a lot of people don't real. I mean, I think a lot of people don't realize that. that you we, now we, but we may be the odd man out on that. And that's fine. I'll be it. But I, I no, don't. I don't think it's, it's not healthy for me. And I want everybody to fucking know that's not fucking healthy. I don't think it's healthy. Because you don't move all. on. You don't you, fucking you move don't on. You don't properly so move on. So when your ex gets so to what do you, you That's what I'm saying. What are you going to bring your new boyfriend to your ex-mother-in-law's house? What? I've seen shit like that. And I'd be like, I'm real fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> I be putting my hands up like, bitch, this is real weird. I just don't get it. My ex, let me tell you how fucked up my ex-husband was. My ex-husband used to talk to his ex-brother-in-law who fucking cheated on his sister like drug her cheated on her. He used to talk to his ex-sister-in-law. He used to talk to all of these people. And I used to be like, bro, you shady as hell. And, and like, I was that like... That was a sign. But I, it was always a sign. But you know, I got married in like two days so I didn't know no better but that's what needed him of that but literally it did definitely was a sign of now I don't get down like that but that's always been me I don't get down like that so at the end of the day y'all move on from there I'm sorry we, we stayed on that a lot but anyway okay because it, it was in my heart it was in mine too I mean I don't like that shit <laughs> People need to let go because you can't move on if you keep doing this shit. No let go. Yeah. You gotta let go. Also, when it comes to divorce, as you're going through it, mm-hmm. we have to limit our communication with that motherfucker. We Ooh, talk girl. about that. Ooh, should, it should be direct, direct demands or direct whatever directness. Leave no room for suggestions and move on. Your ex shouldn't be calling you asking you where you are at any point in time. Hold on. On top of that, can I add one of that? Because when you got kids, I still think you should be direct. If y'all ain't got no motherfucking kids and all y'all doing is talking about how y'all getting divorced, email or text. <laughs> right. I remember my ex-husband was like, listen, I am going to file a paperwork, but I need to have, sorry, but I need to have one more lunch with you. I said, oh, 
okay, because at this point he was holding me hostage. Right. So I had the damn lunch. Girl, I literally was sitting there just, I was sitting back. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to describe y'all how I was sitting back. Sitting back, head in lap, purse, lips, feet crossed at the ankles. <laughs> And and doing a lot of gestures with my hands. Go ahead. What is it you want to talk about? We could have discussed this over the phone. <laughs> Through an email. Through an email. Like, I was like, what was the point of this? I just wanted to see you one more time. Why? Why? Girl, I'll tell you all the way up to the day before we got divorced. This man sent me emails and this and that. And even after we got divorced, he sent me this long email. Girl, let me tell you what I did the other day. So I stopped using the email that I had when I was married. Mm -hmm. The other day, I deleted it. I thought you been deleted it. I, I took it off my phone. I deleted the email from existence. Oh, I thought you been did that. I didn't know you could until the other day. Mm. And I was like, I wonder, can you do this? I said, because that person doesn't exist. I'm not that person. What am I? Nothing connected to that is me. Did you look through it? Um, the only thing I still had there. Um, no, no. I wonder if you looked through it and he was still contacting me. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. Okay. He didn't. He doesn't contact. Me. Okay. Um. But the crazy thing was, I had all of these emails from all of it. Sorry, I have. All, sorry, guys, I'm fidgeting. But I had all of these emails from like just in case he tried me. Like I'm gonna put this on Facebook or I'm gonna expose you. Then I was just like, yeah, I'm good. Like one day, the best feeling on life is. Let me tell you, the best feeling in life, not having to tell your side of the story. I don't give a shit what people say about me. I literally don't care. He could drag me from here to Texas with his family and his friends and this and that. He could literally talk about me, dog me out. I don't care. When you get that point, oh, it's, it's, it's so, it's like euphoria. It's like, I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't give a fuck. I had to do it with my ex. So I used to be thinking about, but 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 y'all don't know my side of the story. He's a narcissistic fuck bag. And, and he and I know he's gonna sit there and play him like I'm such this big mean bitch that he's just so angry and blah 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 blah. Do you know what? I don't give a fuck. I got to a point where I'm like, you know, let them think what they want to think. Because eventually they're going to see, this bitch wasn't. That motherfucker crazy. Or or if they never do. I don't give a fuck. Right, because none, none of them pay my bills. None of them. And at the end of the day, you can think whatever you want about me. I don't care. You can drag me. You can think I'm a bitch. You can think I messed up. You can think... I don't fucking care. Bro, when this dude's dad, his mother died first and then his dad died. I didn't call him. Somebody randomly texted me and told me I think it was him, which I thought I had him blocked. Obviously, I don't know. I didn't even look at the number. I just deleted it. But at the end of the day, bro, live your best life or not or be happy or not. I don't really give a fuck. That's the one thing. Um, I don't ever want to know what he's doing again in life. I don't care. If I see him in the streets, I'm just going to keep walking because I just <laughs> delete that motherfucker from your life. I, it's it's exact happened. And now that the deletion of the memories are happening, it's like I never did them. I got to do them again. <laughs> and, and you know what's so remarkable about that? It's a, I think that is one of the like, greatest way to get divorced. If you don't have kids, you got to see that motherfucker no more. Ever, you know. It's great. But it's, you gotta see that motherfucker. Yeah, my sister it goes says that to, all the time. You have to limit your communication with them. Yeah, you have to because if they were the type of person who took advantage of you, they're yes. gonna keep doing it. If oh, they if over. if they manipulated you, they're gonna keep doing it until the fact until the point when you either cuss them out or you just stop Damn. communicating with them. Like literally, it'll be short. Like. I'm picking up the kids. That's all. What time? Are you, what time? Okay. That's it. There should be nothing else. No other communication. There's no where have you been? Where are you? This is the time that I'm supposed to get the kids. Be there. This is the location. Be there. Yeah, I mean. These are the days. Be okay, there. Okay, if your kid is acting up like, hey, just let you know, you know, they got in trouble at school, blah, blah, blah. Damn punishment at my house. You know, handle it accordingly. Right. So, like, sometimes you have to have those types those, of commu that, communication. That's fine. But that, they, that ain't got the kids. That ain't got shit to do with you. That's 
towards the kids. Always talk about the kids. <clears throat> Nothing about your life and what the fuck you doing. Nothing. If you going on vacation, ain't none of your fucking business when I'm going on vacation. Don't, don't ask me, you know? Don't check and see if it's my weekend or your weekend. Bitch, gone. <laughs> Bitch, go! Well, you don't have access to that no more. Yeah, and that's the thing about people. It's um, limited in their access into your life. Yes. Like, I remember my ex that told me one time, like, I just really want us to be friends. We're not friends, fool. You don't know how to be people's friends. We're not like, I, I don't know if there's some people that get divorced and it literally is just like... We're terrible for each other. We can be friends. I don't know if these people exist. I, it's weird, though, because I just feel like if you've had sex with somebody on a consistent basis, raw dogging them, I don't I don't know if you can be friends and move See, on. See, I think it makes when, it weird when, when, it have, when you have that type of break, uh, divorce, yeah. y'all want to be friends like Demi Moore and, and Bruce Willis, I think one of them have a, they have a codependent relationship with each other. Oh, I agree with that. There's something sick about that. That's not normal. Yeah, it's not normal to keep wanting to to do this with your ex. There's a reason why you got divorced. And I have the same energy, but I don't understand why people always. Um, I don't understand why people always like. Oh, now that now that you know, I want to have the same relationship like Jada and his uh, Jada and his wife, ex wife, and this and that. She go on vacation with them and shit. How that bitch? How that uh, Alicia Keys and that girl? Why the fuck are you hanging with them like that, bitch? We don't need to be in each other life like that. What's well, for the kids? Fuck that. Say, but that's weird. You know what? When you're co-parenting, they moved on. You moved on. Y'all can be at games together. I that's fine. That's stuff. cool. Vacation and shit like that. That's sort of weird. In the south of France. And you know what? Fuckface brought up with um, Ming Lee. And he was like, I just want, maybe we should just go like get a cabin and have Christmas with everybody there. And uh, what? What? Bitch. No. You know, I ain't have a man back then either. And I'm like, I'm a, uh, a cabin with y'all motherfuckers for, for the kids. Mm-mm. Kids are resilient. They bounce back. They understand. First of all, that's weird. I, I love, I love Kim, but I love kids with all my heart. I, uh, listen, <laughs> you doing all of that, they gonna go up with a, a warped sense of reality. Mm-hmm. So you really fucking them up because when they gonna try to live in harmoniousness with their baby mamas and somebody else, somebody gonna be like, bitch, are you crazy? <laughs> that hippie shit over there with your, with your goddamn Hollywood mom and daddy. Cause bitch, this ain't that. And you know what? I think it, it I think that you can only have money to do that shit. Bitch, because a lot of people don't do shit like that. They don't have time. Let me leave it alone. Cause I, I ain't got no kids. So I just got a lot of opinions. But anyway, but I'm going to tell you this. After a year of this, after a year of talking, after a year just being on, I just really reflect on some of the shit. Some, I literally listen to our old episodes and be like, we said that? When did I say that? Damn, that's crazy. Like, I always look back on that shit like, what? what? Oh my gosh, we're too honest. <laughs> We are, but we don't edit like that. We we, we don't, don't edit. We it's, don't. It is the shit it. that comes out of our mouth is the shit you get. Mm-hmm. And that's how we talk normally. Besides, when we were professionals at school. <laughs> oh man, you should hear my teacher voice. It is amazing. I don't use profanity. I don't speak harshly. I don't have a sharp tongue. The other day I did know. The other day in class. Because I, I, I work in a very diverse school. And I teach seniors. So you would think seniors are not childish. Mm-hmm. They are. They're like, some of them are like wrangling eight-year-olds. It's very, very annoying sometimes. So the other day, these uh, Hispanic gentlemen, these uh, Hispanic gentlemen were talking while I was talking. And I looked at them. I said, clearly... You don't have a black auntie because this stance alone would make you shut your mouth. <laughs> and I literally was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. Like, <laughs> I literally was like, I cannot believe these this words just came out of my mouth. So we are who we are. But, but we are we're very honest. 
and you know, and it's so funny how a whole year has changed in our lives and we've been going through some stuff. Like we, we started because of divorce and now truthfully we were both in healthy relationships. Yeah. Which is amazing because I didn't see myself like this. Even though I was in a relationship a year ago. She just um, eye rolled and air quoted. But go ahead. They have to see. I love it. Um, I wasn't happy. And you know, it's a difference from being in a relationship where you're actually fucking happy. When you're actually feel like you're taken care of, you actually feel like you're someone's listening to you mm-hmm. and someone has your best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. You're not like struggling. And, you, and that is not happening. That wasn't happening in my last relationship. It was very my monotone. It was like everything every so often you might get something happy, but it was very eh, I'll do what I want to do. You know, and being in a relationship that I am now. I am really happy. Like last year, it was more of a... I was really pushing him away. I was really finding things in my head to nitpick and irritate me about them. You know, like, oh, they do this. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, they do this. I don't like that. I'm not trying to find nothing wrong with 95 South. I love it. It's just, and I have not been there, like, forever. Even in marriage, I've been like, oh, let me leave this stupid mother. Yeah. Finding shit. Like, he don't do this. He don't do that. He don't do this. Not with 95 South. It was, it's always something new with his goofy ass. It's always so new. Like he can text me he saw a runaway goat. Like oh, it's just listen. Okay, I can't I can't I've been very vocal and honest about my relationship with coach and stuff like that, right? But we had a hiccup. Mm-hmm. So if we being honest, I gotta be honest with the podcast, right? We had a hiccup. We broke up. Um here's the here's the thing about life. Men and women both need to stop doing one thing to be successful in a relationship. What's that? Stop fucking thinking for another adult. <laughs> that to me creates so much drama because if I'm trying to think, how to think about this? How's she gonna do this? Ah, fuck. How's she gonna do this? How's she gonna be this? How, how is Rebecca Scott gonna respond to this or that? I say, why don't I just ask Rebecca Scott how she thinks? How's that? Because women ask each other all the time. So where is this coming from? So this happened because <laughs> Coach, because Coach um, is going through some situations. And so he actually thought that I was not wanting to be bothered with some things that were going on outside of the relationship. Right. And that had to do with uh, family. Okay. He just assumed I didn't want to be bothered. Here's the thing. So you going to take yourself out of my life and think I don't want to be bothered. So we had a long conversation and I said, bro, you can't think for me. Do you, what is it that you want? He's like, okay, I was without you for three days. Okay. I can't never do that again. That's just, that's dumb. I'm done with that. Okay. That shit's dead. That can't ever happen again. And so of course we got back together, but what they did was they created a space for me to really talk about everything that I wanted and everything that I needed. So anything that was missing, I felt like was missing in our relationship. I was able to process through with that. And we had a very open and honest conversation. What that has done for me has been amazing because I started therapy right before this happened and I was still doing therapy and like being able to have a conversation with him, being able to process out what I want, what, you know, not trying to be like, well, let me not try to, you know, tell him this because I don't want him to think like that. No, but you want to know what that comes from? That's that divorce residue again. Yeah. Because you couldn't really talk and be open. No matter what. exactly what it is. um, From Mm -hmm. him. So you're thinking the same thing when it comes to coach. And you know what? And I thought it in my head. This whole time you've been with coach, I've seen it. But you know, I'm just going to let you reveal whatever you want to reveal. What? That I wasn't. You wasn't. You wasn't saying what you needed to say. Yeah. Your needs were not being met. You did not put yourself out there. Yeah. To say I want this, 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 yeah. and this, yeah. out of fear that he might disappear. Yeah. That's the same thing what coach is doing to you. He didn't put his knees out there. He didn't sit there and tell you about his life out of fear that you might disappear. Yeah. So y'all were both sitting there living this parallel life, not interjecting with yeah. each other. Yeah. And I saw that a mile away. But, you know, I would make little comments every now and then, yeah. but you wouldn't listen. He obviously listened to the podcast. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> you know, 
it is what it is, but you have to, sometimes you have to do that. And I think <laughs> because I've waited so long to be in a relationship that I'm in right now, I'm very vocal about shit, you know, and I don't hide shit. And I'm You're with not someone. to say so. Yeah, I'm with someone who, oh, you know, you might be right. Or if I'm getting a little, you know, a little lippy or a little attitude, he'll ask, are you finished? I like it. <laughs> you need somebody to check that ass. I like it. But it's crazy though, right? Because what I look at when I look at you is I wanted you to be in a place where you were happy like this. And I feel like I was in a good place, but I knew it could it could be elevated. But what I realized was, girl, this I, I I'm gonna say it. I think he must stop 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 whispering. Yeah, I think he's my soulmate. Oh. And that's some deep shit cuz I'd be ready to go. Shit. Here's my thing. Right? Usually I'm like, okay, so usually I'd be like, oh, I get tired of people. I'd be ready to run out. This and that. When it came in, him them 3 days was like she wasn't strong, folks. She was hurt. Rebecca Sky had to get in her car and drive an hour because I literally was like crying on the floor. It was too much. And she didn't want me to go. She no, was like, don't go. Don't go. Fine. I was like, bitch, I'm on my way. Because that's what I fucking do. That's what she does. That's what I do. I'm on my way for my friend because I know how much you cared about him. Yeah. And I know that breakup. And you can hear on the podcast how much you love this man. Yeah. And breaking up with them that that's no matter what you go through no matter how strong she thinks she is with her kahunas and how she I a thug, I'm a thug she a thug that I'm shit hurt thug. yes that shit did. hurt and you know what thing the thing about it is I'm afraid of that too so that made me sort of weary you and coach going through that it made me sort of weary for 95 south of me because I don't want to have that hurt but here's the thing here's the one thing that it taught me and it opened me up at the end of the day I think every relationship um has some type Type of like even my sister with her new little floating in the cloud self. Heavenly got a man. Heavenly got a man too. <laughs> this is a year of love. Yeah, I need to find him. And it's so night. funny because Heavenly was like, no, I don't want nobody. Like she yes. was like, nope. I, I, yes. I'm living my fabulous life. I yes. date whoever I want to date. Yes. I'm flying out catching trips. Yes. I'm doing all yes. this shit. Like yes. Heavenly. She was living her best life. And and you know what it is? She she lived her life out to being in a good place for herself. And and I think what happens is peaks and valleys, right? Relationships are about peaks and valleys. And the best thing about it is, and what this taught me was, and I didn't see it as much as I see it now. I did I don't think I saw it to that point how much I love that dude. Like literally, I literally was like, I cannot breathe. Like I was, I was like a mess. Like at, at she first, was a mess, mess. I mean, at first, I, I ain't like, never seen her like this. Even her divorce, she was whole married. I was whole married and skipping away from this fool. <laughs> this is my boyfriend, girl. But I, that's when I knew. I think I had to. I had to be honest with myself. Mm-hmm. And once I was honest with myself, I was like, Oh my god. This is this is big. And I think that being honest with myself has put me in a better place. It's put me in a better place for myself, which I think you got to be in a good place for yourself to be good in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. So, yes, there was a blip. He calls it a pause. I told him you ain't going to disrespect that. That was a breakup. (laughs) Yeah. But we back on the saddle. If you know what I mean, podcast. (laughs) The dick is so good. She's currently in a dick bubble. I'm currently in a dick bubble. (laughs) There's nothing like being in a dick bubble a year later. You know how dope that is to like be back in a dick bubble? It's great. (laughs) So good. But you want to know what? I think relationships 
not to say they need that, but I think relationships have to go through an adjustment. I think because y'all were both in a recalibration uh, is what I call it. There you go. Recalibration. I mean, I don't think you have to go through something like traumatic. Like people cheating and shit. Yeah. But I think you you have to realize you come to a point where you have to express yourself Mm -hmm. and not be afraid to express yourself. And I think so I think all relationships should go through a little bit of a calibra- a calibration. A but recalibration. I, don't, I don't think it has to be like a, a bad thing. I think, but like I said before, I think you and culture coming from different places of hurt. Like he was hurt because yeah. he didn't want to lose you because of previous experiences I'm losing with you. Mm-hmm. And you were hurt because you were just coming out from a relationship, from a marriage, mm-hmm. you know, and you didn't want to be hurt again. Yeah. So you guys were coming together in totally different realms like that. Yeah, I agree. So it was different. So I guess I don't want to say it was bound to happen, but it was a something was bound to blow it up. Yeah, yeah. Y'all wasn't facing what y'all needed to face. Yeah, I I think we were definitely not uh, maybe having the conversation sometimes we need to because I feel like the first six months of our relationship was just like so happy, so happy. Back together. We're back together, living in a dream. Like you know, I want to be with you forever. But then like life was popping up and stuff was happening and you know just him being busy sometimes became a thing and then I was like well bitch I need to get busy too because you know whatever but you know what I'm saying it was bound to happen right right and it it's it's I mean it's it happens and I think you just always be honest at the beginning and like I feel like me and 95 South are very open and honest about shit like he makes he made a rule he was like if you start talking about something I have a problem with I start talking I say you know what never mind and he was like no 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 we're not gonna do that so a rule from here on out whatever the fuck you gotta say fucking say that shit so it's been like I've been I'm like I don't wanna hurt your feelings I don't wanna offend you and I say whatever the fuck I want to say and normally I don't offend him which is amazing to me he just takes it with strive and he'll say well you know it is what it is oh you're right or he'll just say um okay you know just you get it off your chest and I feel like he does it to me sometimes too but I I don't know sometimes it's weird because I think that he's sort of like um afraid to really be open and honest and tell me shit but I'm a cool ass I'm a cool ass individual you are but here's the thing about it there's gonna be some time that passes to where gonna get tested a little bit but I think first of all the point in which you are in the relationship is to me the cutest thing because it's like you're like from dick bubble to just a happy little bubble and just it's just a dope place to be and so I think when you're in that space you shouldn't be trying to be so deep in this and that I think that's the space you really gotta you really gotta enjoy that that honeymoon phase right and then the deeper shit comes but the thing about you is you're so fucking honest like really fucking honest like you're way better to me at like expressing yourself than me sometimes cause sometimes I just not say shit and just be real judgy with my looks and shit you be like what the fuck is wrong with you so I'm trying to be better now that I'm about to be 40 I'm about I'm trying to be better about that to just be like what the fuck but honestly just learning how to go back and forth and and knowing that it's a safe place to be being in a safe space in a relationship is a really good thing to be able to talk and say what I want what I need and you talk about what you want and what you need it's just a really good place to be and so as long as y'all stay honest about that y'all be fine but yeah, yeah I think calibration definitely comes yeah I think I don't know I think it's very necessary like he's going through his own life and um mm-hmm. so anyway so I feel like there there comes a time when stuff might pop up and it might happen mm-hmm. and I'm okay with it because they're going to do some stuff but I'm sort of still sort of guarded because nothing's really official yet you know what I'm saying you're still guarded about the relationship right so it might happen it might not happen and um so I think like I don't want to look forward to the recalibration well no you know what I'm saying Here's here's the thing I wasn't looking forward to the recalibration with coach but what happens is it happened and 
and we came out on the other side I believe strong mm-hmm. I believe it is it wasn't comfortable I felt like a goddamn punk over here crying and shit like a little bitch like you know how hard it was for me for my best friend to drive an hour to calm me the fuck down like bitch I'm better than that fuck this shit I'm a thug I'm a thug god damn it but what I realized is I'm not really that much of a thug when it comes to him which really sucks because you know I really be trying to kick that shit like oh I'm good I'm good I'm good you played that off really well let me tell y'all something podcast world she played off real well. she was like no I'm good I'm like bitch cry bitch get it out and I was like I'm fine I'm I'm gonna do it 10 minutes later get it out bitch get it out oh my god like don't keep it all podcast world I even picked up some cigarettes oh my gosh I cussed her completely out all the way out oh no this was the funny thing when I finally did talk to coach I I, cause you know I I, I needed him to feel the pain of my heart so I was smoking a cigarette when I answered that FaceTime he was like what the fuck is wrong I was like oh okay yeah let me put it out cause I, I don't want to be judged and I felt judged um but it was crazy to me that the craziness of your life your stressors makes you go back to a thing like I smoked on and off for nine it's a coping mechanism smoked on and off for about shit about nine years so it's definitely you know something that I have walked away from I had a bad little blip but we back. We back. We good. I think for three weeks. So no seats. Um, but I'm not going back to it. But I, I I think the recalibration period is an uncomfortable environment to get you to a better place. Now, recalibration is not your dude cheating on you, fucking, you know, 10 other girls. And then he like, but baby, this time I swear I'm going to do better. That ain't recalibration. That's that fool's stupid. Yeah, that's a fuck nigga. Yes, fuck <laughs> nigga. But you know what, too? Like, I see people, like, in bad relationships, mm. and girls are really making excuses for their significant other. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're just going through a rough patch, and he's going, fuck that. Yeah. If, if you're going through a rough patch, and your rough patch means he puts his dick in some other vagina, that. Several of us. So, several of the vaginas. Mm-hmm. That's time for you to get the fuck on. There's yeah. no coming back from that. Not only is there STDs and diseases and shit you can't get rid of, like the gift that keeps on giving, but to me, that's like a that's like a stab in the heart. Well, you know what? Here's what I look at it as, and I'm just being honest with you. Here's what I look at it as. You know what I've said about cheating. If you want to stay uh, with your dude and he done cheated and you can't get it out your mind that he was putting his dick in all these vaginas, go fuck another nigga and see how much he love you. <laughs> see how much he willing to look past. Bitch, he ain't. So you you need to get your... Or maybe he is. Maybe like, well, shit, man. Maybe I should, you know, look past it and maybe he realized I don't know if men can handle that, but men can't handle thinking about their legs, <laughs> another dick in their vagina. Yeah, because it's their vagina. You know that, it right? Belongs it belongs them. to them. It belongs. So to they them. can't let that shit go at all. Like no, no other dick shall pass. That's no other dick. Hashtag, hashtag, no other dick shall pass. I love it. Uh, but no, literally, at the end of the day. You're in these relationships. You're doing your thing. Man, from this point on, we just about this happiness, man. Right, we right. about living a good life. We turning 40 this year, 2020. 20 plus 20 is 40. So we turn it 40 it's this year. year. It's a big year. We're super excited. And at the end of the day, life has to be about propelling forward. Right. It can't be about being stagnant. Right. And so in a relationship, you got to be propelling forward. And if you got to recalibrate to move better, to be cleaner, because when you recalibrate brakes or an engine or whatever, I think it makes it perform better. Mm-hmm. So maybe a re- recalibration of uh, a relationship Relationship makes it perform better. Maybe it does. So, but I, but I also think when you come comes back to living our best life and doing whatever, being happy, you gotta take risk. I believe you have to take risks and taking good risks. That's not, you know, not risk as in the fact that, you know, ooh, I'm going to see if I can fuck all these niggas at once. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 no,
Not a good I'm talking about if you're in a relationship <laughs> and if you with somebody, yeah. being honest with that person, taking risks like that, telling that person how you actually feel about yeah. them, telling that person how much you appreciate them. Oh, man. And, you know, and if you with taking risks and then telling and motivating somebody, do better. You know, step out your comfort zone. You mm-hmm. know, maybe you need motivation, but sometimes it feels good to motivate others. Yeah. And, you know, in good. return, they will see, okay, that's how you motivate somebody. So let me go back and motivate them. Yeah, let me support just, them. I yeah, think that's good. It, we had, we had a, we're at a time in our lives that we need to live however the fuck we want to live. And we should not live with regrets at this point. You know, it, we should really do what you want to do. If you're in a fucked up relationship, get out. Get the fuck out. If you with somebody who's not treating you right, let that shit go. You know, and if you need to get a divorce, get a fucking divorce. You know, and if you need to not talk to that motherfucker and their families again, don't do it. You know, you have to do everything everything in your life to make sure your life is worth living and you are happy at all times. I love it. Because ain't no way I'm going to lose sleep over another motherfucker ever again in my life. Listen, um, Disney used to always end like a lot of his stuff with this and he had this movie like keep uh, meet the Robinsons and this one phrase comes up a lot keep moving forward mm. if you keep moving forward you won't be tripped up by your past so I say that to myself to anybody else keep moving forward if you keep moving forward man good things are ahead of you mm-hmm. most, most good things are not behind you but good things are ahead of you alright so ladies and gentlemen you have listened to Grills and Hills podcast with your host Tracy Lee and Rebecca Scott Catch us each week as much as possible as we talk about more creative topics. Find us on all kinds of podcast platforms. You know, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Our Heart Radio, Pandora, wherever you can find a podcast, search Grills and 